So today I want to talk about people that does things from the bottom of their heart, which is genuine, and people that does things for brownie points. It's a difference. Like, when you do things from the bottom of your heart, you do it. You do it. You don't look for nothing back in return. You do it because it feels good. You do it because you want to help people. And when I say because it feels good, not because it solely feels good to you, but you know that you are making somebody's day. You know that you are making a change in somebody's life with whatever it is that you're doing. You know that you're doing that. And when you do things because you just, you're doing it because of selfish reasons, you want to be able to say, well, I did this for her, and I did this for him, and I did that for him, and I did this for him, and yada, 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 whatever. When at the end of the day, don't none of it mean anything, because if you don't do it from the bottom of your heart, it's not accounted for But if you do it from the bottom of your heart, you will get so many blessings. So many blessings that you cannot even imagine. It will be blessings coming from every direction. It will be blessings coming from the way your children are acting in school. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you. It will be blessings from your car not starting up at all until you're not having a problem wrong with it at all. It will be blessings. The blessings will just pour. Checks will start coming in the mail. You'll be wondering, where is this check coming from? You can check on it all you want. And it will be 100% legit and 10% legit. Like, everybody, we have to, we are people. And we are people that live in a world of selfishness. It is very... It's it's not very, but it's a it's a hard thing to actually admit to. But look all around you, people, and what do you see? You see nothing but selfishness. Very seldom, uh, every once in a while, you may see somebody that is doing something from the bottom of your of their heart, and not because somebody told them to do it. Or not because they feel guilty if they don't do it. Because if you feel guilty if you don't do something and then you do it, then that's being selfish. I mean, I'm sorry, selfish. It is being very so selfish. You do things from the bottom of your heart and for people because you want to do it. Not because somebody is making you feel bad because if you don't do it. Or not because... um. I don't know. I can't. I can think about a million and one reasons. It's just that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't because to me it's a not a waste of my voice, but a waste of a piece of paper or my pen because I can write down all of this stuff and I won't say any of it. I'll continue to say whatever it is that I want to say. For an example, if you still have a mom and a dad, every or a dad, 
shall I say, every once in a while, send them a card. Send them a thank you. Send them I love you. Send them, order them some flowers and just send it to them out of the clear blue. That is doing something from the bottom of your heart. That is something that will make the other feel good. If you have a wife and and wives, if you have husbands, you do the same thing for your husbands. Husbands are not the only ones that are supposed to be doing things like surprise dinners, surprise trips, um, coming home to candlelight baths and cooked dinner. They're not supposed to be the only ones doing that. Uh-uh, they're not. We do that as women. We do that as a thank you for taking care of our home. As the man that you are, thank you. Thank you for being the gorgeous man that I always knew that you could be. Thank you. Thank you for helping me raise the kids that are yours. And for the woman that has kids outside their marriage, thank you for helping me raise your kids still because they still they still his kids. They just not biologically his kids. But thank you for helping us raise for helping me raise these kids. Thank you for not showing favor to one child more than you show favor to to another. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, thank you. And that's something that was on my heart. Like, as I was I was doing something earlier. And it actually started from a conversation that I had earlier. And the conversation didn't have any... Well, it did have something to do with the you know why I'm speaking on this right here and it the people involved do not though I just want to put that out there because it's very dear and it's very true um it's just a you know a situation if when it comes to step parents when it comes to step parents that's a very hard situation to talk about a very hard subject to talk about I'm sorry I didn't mean to say situation but that's a very hard subject to talk about especially when the step parent has been there all of your your childhood life all into your your teenage life all into your growing into adult life all into your adult life and that step parent lived with you almost all of their life or whatever the case may be but you don't regret any of it you don't regret it you don't regret it i let me tell y'all something i love each and every moment my dad was at my house yes he got on my nerve he got on my last nerve but my dad always had a reason to complain and when he complained he wasn't wrong He wasn't wrong about the things that he was complaining about. It was just the way that my dad complained. If my dad woke up at 11 o'clock in the morning and he started complaining, he is not going to stop complaining until 11.30 that night. And I bet you that that's my dad. That's just him. That's what he do. He's not going to stop. You can pay him. Well, yeah, you can pay him. He going to go. He going to get him a beer or two. He going to get some cigarettes. He going to come back. And he going to finish fussing about whatever it was he was fussing about. (laughs) That's my dad. 
and that you, you, huh. you better not tell him he wrong. You better not tell him he wrong. But at the end of the day, it was four of us. And I have never in my life heard my father say anything like, these are my stepchildren, and this is my daughter, or this is my daughter, and these are my stepchildren, or these are my my grandchildren, and these are my stepchildren's children. I have never heard him say anything like that, and I don't have him down for him saying it behind our back. So, and me, with this topic, it's basically saying, be fair and do things from the bottom of our heart. Because if it is not done from the bottom of our heart, it will carry, it will carry, and it will go with us all the way into the day that we die. And we'll be remembered by that person that we was on earth. And I remember my daddy. I can't I, I can't say nothing bad about him except for, you know, he may have probably picked I'm sorry for my, my water being on. I had to run time myself. But he may have probably picked something, you know, up that he chose over us. And it's okay. Dad, it's all right. And, Daddy, I want to tell you, if I never told you, if I never, ever, ever said it to you, if I never said it to you before, Dad, I want to tell you now that it's okay. You know why? Because your heart was in the right spot. You, you, wanted, you wanted the best for us. And your heart was in the right spot. You wanted to do good with us. And you did your best. I don't have no memories where I can sit here and just burst out in tears and say, Oh, I wish he wouldn't have done this. Or I wish he wouldn't have done that. I mean, there is one. And it's only one. Because I'm telling everybody that knows and don't know me and everybody that knows me know that I'm telling the truth when I say this if that man was not on drugs he would have been the most decent man in the world he was the most decent in the man I'm sorry he was the most decent man in the world to me but had that man not been on drugs he would have been all that. I remember when we first moved to Philly, and I had to fight these girls. And my dad had gave me 99 pennies because at that time, they had a little 99 cent, you know, hot, hot, um, what is they called? The little 99 cent hot sodas at the bottom. And my dad always made sure we had Kool-Aid or soda or whatever we had to go with our dinner, whatever. So he gave me 99 pennies. And we had first moved to Philly. Well, we ain't first, first moved to Philly, but we was brand new in Philly. So I went down there with my 99 pennies. And a girl 
<laughs> and she ever hear this, you know who you are. And both of them ever hear this, y'all know who y'all are. But they saw me in that store with them 99 pennies, and they got the teasing me. And that's thing you know, we got the fighting. And my dad came out the house, and they started running up the other way. And I started chasing them, and my dad started chasing me because I was chasing them. And we all get on this little block. And my dad started acting like me. Like, yo, who want to fight my daughter? Who want to fight my daughter one-on-one? Like, who want to fight my daughter? Like, to make a long story short, yo, my dad was always with it. He was always with the bullcrap. He was always with it. And I'm always going to love and cherish and respect the man he was when he left here. Because not one time did my dad ever get locked up and come home Muslim. My dad was always himself. If he ain't wanted, he ain't wanted. You couldn't talk him into doing nothing. You couldn't talk him into doing nothing that he ain't want to do. Alright, I'm lying. Because sometimes we would catch a joke and he would act like he ain't want to laugh and then you would see his cheeks go in a little bit because he was he was laughing like just a little bit <laughs> but you know that was that that was that was pops and i will forever love you i will forever love you and you are very much loved by everybody here by everybody, all, all, by everybody, and I just thank you. I want to personally thank you, Dad. I want to personally thank you for not making me feel like a stepchild. I want to personally thank you for not treating me like a stepchild. I want to personally thank you for getting in everybody's face that I saw you getting for treating me and my brother like a stepchild. I want to thank you for fussing out people that had something to say about me and my brother not being your biological child. I want to personally thank you for helping me with my homework when I was when I was younger, Dad. I want to personally thank you for running up that street with me and fighting in that jump, ready to jump in that fight with me with them two young girls, Dad. You was dealing with everything. I want to personally thank you for making sure my house was clean, that you came and helped, that you came and moved in, and you wanted to stay clean, and you wanted the best for me, and I was doing them drugs, and you was just trying to keep me sober while trying to keep your own addiction, Dad. I want to personally thank you, Dad. I want to personally thank you. Because I never got a chance to personally thank you, Dad. I want to personally apologize for the first time that I thought that I had cancer all over again. And I came home and I and I bust in the door and I just bust out crying. And all you could do was put your arm around me and sit me on the couch and just lay my head on your chest and just have me sitting there and you didn't know what to say and after a while you couldn't take it no more but you went upstairs and you got yourself some tissue and you came back downstairs and you had the tissue and your hands still but I could tell that you was crying and that's when I stopped crying because I didn't want you crying I really didn't never see you cry Dad, I want to personally thank you for always just trying to make us laugh and, and giving us a legacy. And, and the legacy was supposed to be fishing, but we split up because of that. 
then I just, I, I just, I, you so miss, you so miss, and and you're so missed by everybody. You're missed by my children. You're missed by Jacinda's children. You're missed by Hydra's children. You're missed by Ermia's children. You're missed by Ermia. You're missed by Mommy, Darlene, even miss you. You're missed by your sisters. You're missed by all of your cousins. You're missed by everybody. You were all that dead. Every time a door get broke, a doorknob get broke, something get broke, I miss my dad. But guess what? If I put my head into it, I know how to do it. But your baby girl picked that up. Yes, she did. She picked that up. And she picked that up. That's all I can say. She picked that up, and it came out of nowhere. It's like one day she woke up, and she said, I'm going to do this. And she did it. And I'm quite sure you picked. I remember. I remember the first time when our phone cord broke, and I cut. I cut the two lines in half, and I cut the other two lines in half, and I twisted it together, and I put some black tape on it, and I picked the phone up, and we sure had a dial tone. Dad, you put that in all of us, and I just thank you. I thank you, and I miss you so much I really do in life yo people we are not here we are not promised tomorrow you love your loved ones like it's the last day that they that you gonna see them on earth every day each and every day you love your loved ones like it's the last day you gonna see them on earth because you never know God didn't allow my father to suffer and daddy Father in heaven, I thank you. I thank you for not allowing my dad to suffer. But my dad was ready to go. He was ready to go. Even though you might have looked at him and you might have said, No, you know, boo, he good. He ain't ready to go. He he all right. No, my dad knew what he was talking about. And I know what my dad was talking about. And everybody that knew everybody that knew him knew what he was talking about. He was ready to go. And he left here peacefully. And after my brother left from that hospital, and, and after he went up to that hospital, and he left, and about a couple of minutes later, my dad passed away. At that time, he had seen all of his, all of his children. And I really do apologize for this video being a little messy. No, I'm not going to do it over because um, at the end of the day, nothing is going to come out the way I wanted it, wanted, wanted to say it, except for, you know, this. But um, I just want to tell you once again that you are everything to me. Um, you mean the world to me. Um, I kind of wish that you were still here, but that's selfish of me. Um, if you was here, you'd be with me. (laughs) 
helping me make sure everything cool. I'm glad you're not here because <laughs> I'm glad you're not here. <laughs> me, you, and Josh would have had to jump people all over again. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I just love you and I and I thank you. I think if I if I have never if I have never 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 personally thanked you I'm thanking you now. I'm thanking you today. I'm thanking you for not letting nobody make no mockery and, and or, no, or no clown out of me and my brother because don't nobody else, I'm not going to say don't nobody else in this world know what that feels like, but don't nobody know what that feels like. And I don't even know if my brother remember what it feels like, but I do. I remember. And because I remember, I would not hold on to that hate. The parasols rock on. I love every last one of y'all. Walkers, I don't know y'all. Y'all remind me, y'all, you remind me of my G. I, I don't know. Y'all, y'all can go somewhere, for real. At the end of the day, let me remind you, you are still African-American. Have a blessed day.